Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ancient Health Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Bursich, and I'm excited to welcome a guest speaker that we have with us today. He is no stranger. I've known him now for the last year, and he's also a great uh, friend of Dr. Josh Axe. They've worked extensively together, so I'm really excited to introduce him to you and to all the work that he's been doing. Dr. Anise Kalith is an exceptional traditional Chinese medicine physician, and we're going to learn so much together from him. Um, But to do a little intro for you, Dr. Anise, before we start rocking and rolling here in this episode, I want to give the backstory on you. Um, You have been working with patients for years and your life's mission to teach people and help people understand their bodies on a completely deeper level has transformed so many lives. Dr. Anise and Dr. Axe have created traditional Chinese medicine health plans for people that suffer from pain, infertility, addiction, gut, hormone imbalance, and even more. Dr. Anise uses these plans in office and online through his virtual TCM practice, and he believes that everyone can achieve optimal health by integrating TCM into their life. He's also a contributor to Dr. Axe's latest book, Ancient Remedies. So we'll actually dive into a little bit of that in this episode, um, where he really breaks down traditional Chinese medicine techniques uh, so that you can transform your life and utilize it in your day-to-day. So without further ado, Dr. Anise, welcome to the show. Hey, Courtney. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to dive in. This will be so fun. And we always have a great time when we chat together. And this whole episode will be great because we're talking about element types and you and I are the same element type predominantly. And so so one, I think that means this this episode could be like three hours long. But um, I think that you know, the world just loves your smile and your energy. And I'm excited for you to bring that today. And, and I know that our audience and listeners are going to gain so much from you. So I'm excited to just dive right into this. Hashtag water, right, Courtney? And I just want to... <laughs> yes, just all the fellow talk. waters out there. You'll yeah. know, dude, if you don't know yet, it's, it's fine. We're going to get there. So, okay, well, let's, let's just get, you know, let's really understand where... Chinese medicine fits in your life? Because I know from just, you know, having an interest in natural health, traditional Chinese medicine wasn't the first approach that I ever thought of just because I truthfully didn't know that much about it. So I would love to know from really the beginning, how did this find you or how did you find this type of approach to health? You know what? That's a great question uh, because Chinese medicine. Um, I, I didn't find Chinese medicine. Chinese medicine found me is what I always say. And, and Courtney, I just want to honor you for a second and tell you just how excited I am to be on here with you in this first of many episodes. You truly are a light to the world through your podcast and through all that you do for humanity and specifically when it comes to serving other people's health. So I just, I want to just thank you for having me on this show. 
Uh, you are truly a rock star in this space and also in your personal life as well. Um, so diving in, you know, that, that's that's a great question. And 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 truly it it I it did find me. So I grew up in a very holistic minded um household. My father is a chiropractor, one of the first graduating classes of uh, Life University. And then my mom always shoved organic natural food down my throat. So I, I you know this all started like early on. And I remember uh, my my very first memory of an, an introduction to, you know, you are what you eat or food is medicine is I came home from school one day and I asked my mom, I said, mom, can I have a real lunch? And she goes, well, you know, what is that? And I said, you know, white bread and uh, cheesy chips with a sugary drink, like all the cool kids have. I could never trade my lunch at school. So she's like, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I'll pack you a real lunch. Anyway, she packed me a real lunch. And I just remember coming home from school that day after eating that, that real lunch. And, you know, I, like I was the kid with like the organic carrot and the hummus sandwich. Like, I like, this is totally different for me. <laughs> and That's amazing. Yeah. And, and I came home, Courtney, and I, I was just like, mom, I, I feel so sick. Like I never want to lunch again. So yeah, that was my first intro into, you know, food is medicine. Food can have an impact on how we feel, right? And even how we think. And that's one of my favorite things about the elements. So um, the second part to the story is, 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 is truly the epiphany that I had when it comes to the power of holistic medicine and integrating that. And I firmly believe in the integration of all forms of medicine, what's most important for the human, whether it's chronic or acute, um, even subacute. So, you know, post-college, I actually um, had some bleeding in my stool. And, and during college, I wrecked my gut through late nights of studying and maybe even some partying. Um, and, and I was just so young and I'm thinking like, wow, what's going on? So I went to the conventional medical doctor and they told me that I had some polyps in my colon at, at such a young age. And, 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 you know, polyps can eventually become precancerous cancerous. So I was just totally freaked out. I remember that, that moment, everything kind of blacked out and, and my instincts just popped in through growing up in a, a, a holistic lifestyle to maybe seek, um, you know, an alternative, a more holistic approach to, to this. So I decided to do that. And at the um, urging of uh, my network and, and, and doing a lot of research, I found a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. He was actually an orthopedic surgeon in China and also was licensed as an orthopedic sur surgeon here. His family developed a, a technique through acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine and herbs that serves so many symptoms of so many different ailments from pain and fertility, even addiction and weight loss. I mean, when I was in his office, I was blown away. And, and when I went to his office for the first time, I'll never forget this. He looked at my cheeks, Courtney, and he saw some redness on there. And without me even telling him anything, he said, you have a problem with your colon. And your gut. And I was like, what? How did you know this? Anyway, I was still like, okay, I'll try this um, because I'm totally open to all forms of medicine, but you're going to stick what, where, you're going to stick what instruments in my scalp and then, you know, give me what kind of, you know, rabbit food to make this go away. Get out of here. Anyway, I had nothing to lose. My back was against the wall. And I was like, you know, let me just try it. So after about 
three months of, of treatment by him, starting his food therapy protocol and listening to a lot of his theory behind how the elements affect our bodies, all of my symptoms went away. Courtney, I went back to the conventional medical doctor and they said everything was clear. And at that moment, I decided, you know what? I'm going to devote my life to this medicine. That's incredible. That's a wild story. And, you know, it's so interesting to me, though, because I think everybody, nobody is immune to personal health challenges. I mean, it's inevitable. It will happen. You know, for you, it happened so young and it was so pivotal because it really changed the direction of your career and what you've spent your life time and your mission devoting yourself to, which is so cool. But I mean, anybody, I mean, as long as you're still breathing, you can make those pivots and changes too, and really start to adopt a different way of caring for yourself, whether it's prevention or it's actually treating, you're, you're trying to reverse something that currently exists. So that's just an incredible story. And I didn't even know that about you. So I appreciate you sharing that. I was excited to hear that because you know, I just know you for what you do, but I don't know the how, the how you actually got to where you are now. And there's always a very personal element that is connected to somebody that's in this type of practice because there's so much passion behind it. You know that it's personal. You know, you've walked through some things and and I think that's really cool too, because you you currently see patients, you're in clinic, you are in the trenches with people when they're walking through a lot of struggles. And, and I've been in situations too, where, you know, your health is so compromised and you want to feel better, but you don't even have the energy or capacity to see the way or to understand, you know, how do I filter out what, what modalities I, I access and use to try and get myself out of this hole. So I think it's really cool that you're helping educate people on this on the front end because it's so important that you start these things before the symptoms, before the breakdown gets so bad. And if that's you, that's okay too. You know, you, you're still alive. Your body's still fighting. You can always turn things around. But I appreciate you sharing that story. And I'm excited to even peel back the layers a little bit more because traditional Chinese medicine or Eastern Eastern medicine approach sometimes can just seem so out there. Like it's just so far off the radar for a lot of people because it's not a part of our American culture at all. So it's, you know, we don't grow up with this. We don't understand the terminology. We don't really understand what the, the parameters are around it. So maybe you can just define for myself and the listeners as a doctor of Chinese medicine, you know, are there different diagnostics or different components um, that you're using or evaluating on a regular basis that are that would be very specialized to this approach that you that separate it from conventional or even just you know a functional approach? Traditional Chinese medicine has, has a lot of its own unique characteristics, I feel like. So maybe just kind of outline what that looks like. Yeah, that's a great question, Courtney. And here's the thing. Traditional Chinese medicine is 5,000 years old. And I tell you know my patients and people who are interested in this, you know what lasts 5,000 years, first of all, that's not legitimate. It's time-tested. It's been used throughout the centuries. 
And as a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner in school, we take many of the same courses that conventional medicine practitioners take. But then what we do is we branch off and we dive into theory of traditional Chinese medicine. Now, traditional Chinese medicine is an overarching term for many modalities that are used in practice as an acupuncture physician. And as an acupuncture physician here in the state of Florida, we are uh, considered primary care providers. So we carry malpractice insurance. We, we can, can run labs. We can order um, you know, imaging. So our scope of practice is, is pretty wide. Now, in traditional Chinese medicine and under the umbrella, you've got modalities such as acupuncture, right? Which is what people are, are probably most familiar with, like thanks Hollywood, right? And we also have food therapy. You also have this element body typing, right? There's herbal therapies, cupping, scraping, also known as like gua sha. There's so many modalities, even essential oils that are in these, this umbrella of what's called traditional Chinese medicine, where we dive in and ancient remedies is such a brilliant book written by uh, Dr. Josh Axe. And, and, and so th there's so many different categories of that. That is, I am so glad that you just described that the way that you did, because it even now makes more sense to me because you know, it's, it's so hard, especially in this climate, this culture we live in, we digest all of this content in isolated segments. So, you know, I love alternative medicine. You know, I use essential oils. I see my chiropractor regularly. I, uh, I do prenatal acupuncture right now because I'm in my second trimester. I'm pregnant. Yes. And don't be scared, ladies. It's good. It's actually great. Uh, I love it. But, you know, sometimes it can even be confusing because you think, okay, well, now I need to see all these different people and I don't really know. I think they're, they're all working for me, for my benefit, but sometimes you can feel like your, your health regimens are a little disjointed because you don't understand. It's like, okay, I've heard all of these things are great. You know, I'll do, I'll do a little sauna therapy and I'll do some cupping and I'll do all of this stuff, but you're going to all these different places. You're getting, you know, highly specialized people in that one lane, but not all of these people are communicating together to see if all of these therapies are effectively improving your quality of life. So what I hear you saying is that in your practice, traditional Chinese medicine, you perform acupuncture. That's really your, you know, the, the, the niche specialty. That's what you love. That's what you do. That's so great. But it's just one modality of traditional Chinese medicine. And I think um, it's so cool that the book actually says it the best. And I have to read this quote because when I read it, I was like, there's no way I'll be able to reword this correctly. But I feel like it fits in right here because it really puts all the pieces together. And this is in reference to the five elements that we'll get into in a minute. But it's a mind, body, spirit approach that's more effective than Western medicine for supporting health because it's based on a complex interconnected web, one that reflects the true nature of the body itself. So I think that you're kind of putting all the pieces together that traditional Chinese medicine, this is an, a comprehensive approach to 
health care, not sick care, not conventional care, not where you see a primary physician. And then when one piece starts to fall off, then you go see a specialist for that one piece. It's okay. Where can we start to bring balance to the body? What, what do we know moves the needle and ultimately helps the body based on the imbalances that we're seeing? So that was, that was incredible description. (laughs) I love that you brought that up. See, here's the thing. And, 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 and what I encourage all of my patients, um, whether they're in practice under our care or not, and they're seeking care is when you leave your doctor, whether a, they're a medical doctor, doctor of osteopathy, even if they're, they're a dentist, podiatrist, you name an acupuncture physician, chiropractor, how do you feel after you leave regarding clarity? How clear how much more clear are you on what's going on inside of your body? And that's the number one guide. And that's the number one tool that my family uses when we're seeking care, right? Because there, there's a lot of modalities out there. There's even a lot of fluff out there when it comes to supplement and what should I take? What should I do? And what the beauty about traditional Chinese medicine is that it looks at the body in, in, in a whole approach, head to toe, skin to bone. What are the symptoms that are happening in the body? And that's what we do. We shed light. We, we, we shed clarity on what is going on from the inside out in the body. And then we reverse engineer with our treatments. And, and I firmly believe in, in, in marrying 5,000 years of ancient medicine with modern technology. You know, in our practice, we run lab work. We have diagnostic imagery that we look at. We'll, we'll, we'll do a full medical history um, for mental, emotional health. We'll feel your pulse. We'll look at your tongue. There, there's, there's just so much that is integrated into a plan, specifically when it comes to an acupuncture physician. Now, Courtney, the number one reason why patients won't come in for care with a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, acupuncture physician, is because they think in acupuncture, they're getting a shot or an injection. So we have a phrase in my practice that we say, we don't use needles. So if you're pregnant right now, like Courtney is, and you're thinking about, you know, hey, should I try this out? Or, you know, you know, maybe there's some other symptoms that you're having as you're listening to this podcast. I want to highly encourage you to go um, try acupuncture. There is a big difference between an acupuncture needle or an acupuncture instrument, as we call it in our practice, and a high standard hypodermic needle. So you can fit about 12 to 15 acupuncture instruments inside a standard hypodermic needle. They're so thin. They're like the size of a cat's whisker or two hairs. And secondly, if you were to look up or look at an acupuncture instrument under the microscope, it'd be blunt, like the tip of my pinky and it's solid. So if they do penetrate the skin, but when they penetrate the skin, they move the nerve endings left and right. And a vast majority of the time, if it's performed well, there's no excruciating pain, like a shot that's sharp, that's jagged, that's serrated, that's injecting. So there's a big, big difference. And and I want to encourage you and and Courtney, I just love that you're uh, seeking care for for your, your current pregnancy. And congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. That's, that is a really 
that's a big barrier, I think, for people because it is very intimidating. In the first time that I ever thought of acupuncture, I'm just picturing somebody laying there with just like needles all over their body. And I think, why would this is like walking on hot coals? Like, why would you do this to yourself willingly? So, you know, it just didn't, I was like, I can't imagine that this is healthy. Now, I would also put in the same category like cold plunges because to me, I'm like, I, I cannot handle being cold, but that that has been proven to be therapeutic in some cases, or in many cases for a lot of people, I just don't like being cold. So it's way too, it's off the, it's off the table for me. And that's fine um, for me because in traditional Chinese medicine, actually, it's not one of the things we recommend. Um, very, very limited cases. Do we recommend it? So that's just the TCM theory. Oh, so we're we'll on see- to something. We're, I'm learning so much right now. And actually the fact that you validated that just really solidified in my mind that that was not for me. So I like hot therapy, but cold therapy, I, I'm, you know, I stay far away from, uh, that's awesome. And, you know, I think for, so if you're somebody, because I'm thinking of this in terms of maybe I have a regular doctor, you know, I have my primary care physician that I see once a year you know, but I'm thinking, okay, this sounds like I could be under the care of another doctor where we have access to diagnostics, more, um, you know, functional based labs. So we can, we can look at, you know, a, a complete blood count. We can look at thyroid labs. We can look at all of these components and evaluate them on a functional basis, but also within the context of how do we fix what we find? Because I think that that's the difference right there. So if I'm somebody and I'm thinking, well, I've already got all these, you know, I have my oncologist or my endocrinologist and all these people. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm not really happy with the, the outcome that I'm getting. If I come to you and I'm coming in as a patient and I have, you know, either a diagnosis or I, I expect that I probably do have a diagnosis the treatment aspect of how we're going to handle the imbalances of the body, we're not really labeling, so to speak. We're not giving you a condition. We're saying you have a deficiency in something and that's all related to organ systems. So maybe just walk us through if you're a listener and you're thinking like, this might be something for me. I'm not getting the results that I want in, in the current healthcare system or model or approach that I'm taking. So if they're coming to you and they're thinking, I'm just don't feel well, what does that experience or that process look like? Like, Where do you start with a patient? And then what is the pathway that they would go on? Generally speaking, I mean, I know there's a lot of specifics there, but maybe on more of a general level. Yeah, that's great. Very eloquently put. Here's the thing. You have to understand if you're listening right now that in medicine and how I divide medicine up is into three silos. There's disease treatment, there is disease prevention, and then there is also health promotion or symptom support and correction. Right there is where traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, that's where I live in my practice, is we look at the symptoms. We look at how you're feeling in addition to how you're functioning. Now, in cases that are acute, right? Thank God for traditional Chinese medicine, um, or excuse me, thank God. In, in, in symptoms um, that are acute and emergent, thank God for conventional medicine. 
and also emergent medicine, right? That's where you, you know, that's where the experts thrive. It's like life-saving, right? So it's important to understand the different silos and where to go and who to go for what. But when it comes to, you know, subacute and even chronic conditions, this is where I highly recommend patients integrate traditional Chinese medicine care with whatever plan they're on, whether you're seeing an RD, as you call it, or as I call it, a real doctor, <laughs> patients refer usually that as a medical doctor, or, you know, one of these kind of crazy, you know, other modalities of medicine, which by the way, acupuncture, I have to put this out there is not voodoo. I personally have a faith-based practice. I've been, um, hailed as the Chick-fil-A of acupuncture. We're closed on Sundays. Um, <laughs> That's the greatest analogy. I love that. The Chick-fil-A of, of traditional Chinese medicine practitioners. I love it. Yep. That's us. We have a faith component because we firmly believe that it's not only body, it's also mind and spirit. And we are open to all forms and all beliefs, right? Um, so here's, here's the thing when it comes to this and a, a patient will come in. So you're, you're, you know, you've got these chronic symptoms, right? Or maybe even some subacute symptoms and you've been cleared by your medical doctor that you don't have anything that's, that's, um, you know, severe, anything that might be rare or odd. It's, it's just important to get all hands on deck, right? Caring physicians that their number one goal is to get you well, however, their skills can serve your health. So Specifically, when you start to integrate traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, or even as a standalone treatment to whatever you're going through, when you come into the office, what we offer first is a full health and wellness evaluation. We, 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 we listen to what is going on with the patient's needs. We observe and we look. We'll ask so many questions about different symptoms that are happening from sleep to energy to pain. And then what'll happen in the treatment or in, in, in really the intake is acupuncture physicians have an ancient form of diagnosing patients where a medical doctor, conventional doctor, even, even an acupuncture physician will look in your tongue. Well, you know, we'll look at the back of your throat to see, you know, what's going on in your body, you know, things that are happening on the skin, but we add two things. And this is what we study in school. And these are thousands of year old diagnostic tools. We'll look at a patient's tongue. And then we'll also peel, feel a patient's pulse. As a matter of fact, Courtney, um, we can feel if uh, a patient has uh, symptoms from um, pregnancy in their pulse. It's, it's wild. No way. So, yeah. So that's pretty much the diagnostic side. Now, I firmly believe, like I was talking about earlier in marrying ancient medicine with modern technology, we also have options such as running blood work to look for functional testing, urine testing, salivary testing, and also ordering imaging if necessary, MRIs, x-rays. And we always encourage patients to bring their data in from with them from their other doctors that they've received, whether it's imaging or lab work, because we also are trained to take a look at that as well. After an intake is done and we get a thorough um, idea of what is going on with the patient from the inside out, then if if the patient wants, they can get an acupuncture treatment. Uh, acupuncture treatments generally last about 20 to 30 minutes. A patient just relaxes on the table. In my practice, we, we use about you know, five to 12 instruments per treatment. Um, sometimes other therapies and modalities might be performed like cupping that gained so much attention back in the Olympics when Michael Phelps came out and you know, was about to jump in the pool and he had all these marks on him. You know, most patients absolutely love the way cupping feels. If you if you go on the deep 
deep dark depths of the internet or you know you know thanks hollywood you just show all these like red red marks it, i promise you like it, it doesn't hurt and most patients if done right they, they love the way it feels um anyway those are just a couple of the the, the common techniques that you will experience when you do get a treatment super relaxing acupuncture releases endorphins in the body right to help aid in in the healing process through even calming the mind calming the spirit and then after that uh, treatment, you know, intake and treatment on a, on a first a new patient takes about an hour and uh, maybe even could be less for an established patient. And then, you know, you're off to living your life. So that's pretty much what uh, you'll experience if you come in to see a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. That's great. I think that that, you know, just from my standpoint, I always want to know what I'm getting into. And sometimes you just have to take the leap of faith and just think, you know what, I'm just going to show up and we're just going to roll with whatever happens. But I hope that that makes somebody feel like, okay, you know, this is, this is completely doable. This is not so far out there that I'm going to walk in and feel like I don't know what I signed up for. Um, but I also hope that you know, somebody that maybe is just so frustrated with what their, their options currently look like, maybe this is something that's like, you know what? I didn't even know that this was a possibility, that this was an option. And I can tell you there's, there's so much trial and error because health is so individual and there's so many different things that you'll try, but getting the right people on board with you that have your best interest at heart, you know, finding the chiropractors or even if they're health coaches or whoever it is, they're a part of your team. They get to know your body. They, they can see the changes because they're, they're seeing it more up close and more frequently. And I love that part because they become a part of your life and, and, and they can pick up on subtle changes and start to make those recommendations. Whereas in a normal office setting with conventional medicine, you know, you're going in once a year, you've got an average of, I think it's seven or eight minutes with a doctor. They're looking mostly at a chart and just a couple vitals. And truthfully, they're looking for major red flags. And as soon as something pops up, it's okay, well, you know, we need to send you for lab work and then to this specialist. Um, but a lot of times that can pe make people feel very insecure because now they think, okay, I don't really have a relationship with these people. Now I feel like I'm alone and I don't know who to trust. And I feel pressured, like I need to have answers and, and it can be a very stressful place to be. So getting these people in your life early, get them involved. It's like, communicate your health goals. If you, if you're feeling really run down and tired, you're feeling like I kind of have some headaches off and on just communicating that and starting to troubleshoot and work through, you'll find what your body responds to a lot quicker and you'll start to see improvements. One of the things you mentioned about the cupping is this is just an interesting thing. And it, it's, it, you know, there may be one person that benefits from this, but I heard this on another podcast actually. And so I, uh, I had an abdominal hernia surgery years ago after I had my second child, uh, because I actually had the hernia with my first, but, uh, I have giant babies. And so they just did a number on my body. Anyway, I had horrific scar tissue during the recovery in my abdomen so bad that I ended up in the emergency room. I thought I had appendicitis or something. I couldn't even stand up. Um, and it was several weeks after the surgery and, uh, they said they actually didn't have any answers. They, they were like, I, we think maybe there's a blockage in your intestines. I ended up just kind of starting to do some research and realized that 
when I started doing uh, a lot of chest opening exercises, like with yoga, that I got some relief. Now it kind of hurt. I felt the pain and the tightness in my abdomen, but I realized really quickly that there was, I think it was scar tissue. I started, I remember I was like, I think that I have scarring and it's scarring to my intestines. And so every time I would eat the move, the food couldn't move through my intestines very well. And I would get this sharp, sharp pain. So I started uh, having acupuncture done on my abdomen and then also cupping on my abdomen. And it was incredible. I, and, and also just as a side note at the time, like I was very, I had, I was not able to have normal cycles. So I, all of my hormones fell completely flat and, and they were like your brain and your ovaries are not communicating. Um, and I thought, well, there's, there's a barrier, there's gotta be a reason. And there's no blood flow. We know blood is so important with traditional Chinese medicine. And so once we started doing the acupuncture and the cupping around the trauma area of my abdomen, it started breaking things up. And then we utilized a lot of herbs as well. And I'm telling you, it was a game changer. I mean, it went, it went from like, I mean, we're talking eight years, not like I didn't have a period for one or two months. We're talking eight years of all of this. And I didn't try all these therapies at first. I honestly just kind of lived with what I, what, what my situation was until I really got into this field. And I was like, I, I need to learn more. So anyway, I'm on a complete tangent, but I just, you know, for somebody, if you've just been living and you're like, I just feel like this is my new norm your body, it will shock you even after years and years and years of things feeling like they have just completely broken down and fallen apart. There, There's always the possibility of restoration. And some of these modalities, you'll seem like, well, I just don't think it's going to work. I had that mentality. Honestly, I'm like, there's no way it's been, it's been a really long time. And all of it together though, the chiropractic, the herbals, the cupping, when I put the right formula in place, it it was enough to move the needle and my body just started responding. And now here I am <laughs> shockingly pregnant. <laughs> so anyway, that's a little personal note, but I hope that encourages, you know, somebody, and I'm sure you see these stories all the time in clinic as well. Courtney, what a beautiful story it, it, through and through. That's the complete puzzle, right? You know, you, 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 you went, you had to go through the surgery right? And those very talented and, and skillful, you know, hernia repair surgeons, you know, did what they had to do. And then, you know, there were side effects from that, right? And, 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 and then what you did was you said, you know what, there are other options out there, right? I don't just, you know, have to live like this for the rest of my life. And the fact that you had a mind um, that was open to the other forms of medicine um, truly has made your quality of life so much better. That is remarkable. I never knew that story. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. I had no intention of sharing that, but since we were talking about it, I thought, oh, you know, this, Great. this totally fits here. So, okay, well, let's, let's totally not even shifting gears, but let's kind of pivot because one of the things that you're really good at explaining and this, you were the first person that helped me discover the element types. I didn't know anything about element types until I met you last year. And I remember where, where we had the conversation and you're like, you're a water just like me. And I thought, I don't even know what that means, but I'm excited about it. 
<laughs> so, so let's, this is what's really cool because, so we've talked about modalities of traditional Chinese medicine that can be provided by somebody like you in, you know, in your office or in your clinic, but there are things that you can be doing from home. There are things that you could do right now off the bat, like in terms of just your diet, your nutrition, mindset practices, all of that, that are individual to you. And so I think this is what's great is that everybody has access to using these age old methodologies. So can you break down for us the element types? And, and I know that, you know, there's all these different typings and uh, personality and even um, like strength finders tests. And this is, even a little bit more different, but think along the lines of, we're going to help you find a little bit of a blueprint of your body. And it gives you enough framework to make good, to know that you're making the right choices for your body, but it also doesn't define you or put you in a box either where you feel like, well, I'm limited to this because I'm this element type. So I'll let you totally run with this because this is your wheelhouse. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. I'm super excited. I'll never forget that conversation too. And just how lit up you were when you realized that. I believe that clarity is the greatest accelerator of health. And that understanding that I was talking about early, earlier is just so vital to, to, to improving your health, right? To going from normal to optimal. And the elements give us a tool to look at health. They give us a tool to look at food therapy, exercise, the emotions, and truly how they're interconnected with nature and our environment. You know, this has been around for thousands of years, and the ancient practitioners didn't have the modern testing and the modern imagery. So they had to use nature. They had to use their environment as a guide as, as, as a, to, to give them signals as to what is going on inside of our bodies, right? There's so much of what happens in our environment that has an impact on our body and also what we take out of the environment and we put into our body, right? And so they use this form of, of element body typing and, and everything in life is in a form of an element. So the practitioners realized that, well, wow, we must have components of different elements inside our body. So as the years started to progress, they came up with this amazing diagnostic technique and this diagnostic tool uh, on, on element and typing and finding out, you know, the different body types that people have, and then started relating them to how they eat, how they think, even the relationships, even the careers that they have. So I, I, I love this form of looking at you know what is going on inside a patient's body and using it to help them improve many of the symptoms that they have. So in the jungle, a giraffe will eat up here and a lion will eat down here. If you were to switch their diets, their food, they would get very, very sick and most likely even die. And the mind of these animals says, you know, eat this or don't eat that instinctually, right? Now, however, as humans, you know, and and in traditional Chinese medicine, we can be categorized into different body types. These animals look different. And even within the animal species, you can have a variety of different types of, let's say, elements, or excuse me, elephants. (laughs) With humans, it's the same thing. You know, Chinese medicine now categorizes over the thousands of years, patients into five different elements. Now, if you look at um, 
Shaquille O'Neal, right? He's like seven foot two, right? Or seven, how are oh, seven? Yeah. He seems like he's seven foot two. His mom is like five foot ish something. You know, how the heck can somebody that tall and that, you know, large be born to somebody that small? Well, it's all about temperature and pressure. And this is what I was taught that temperature and pressure in the womb is how we're formed and out pops your, your element type. So what we do in Chinese medicine is we look at different features. We look at shapes. We, we, we hear people's emotions, and then we start to give them certain labels as to what their dominant element is. Now, it's very, very important to, to, to note that all of the um, elements can be in someone. There are in someone, but there is sometimes a more dominant or a more non-dominant one. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that was something that was new to me in learning about the element types is that it's, it's not a black and white, you know, you're a wood element or you're a fire element. You are dominant as a certain element, but they're all interconnected and they all represent different organ systems and they correlate to seasons and colors. So, and, and I love how unique it is in that, you know, this was formulated when there weren't a lot of other tools. We use nature, we use the things that our bodies are created to work within like the, the very, you know, earth that we've, you know, the same earth that we've been living on for so long. So why this wouldn't be useful is just crazy to me. Like this is something that we can all identify with. So can you, can you tell what somebody's element is without them answering certain questions or going through a certain quiz or going by different, because we talked about characteristics in terms of just the way that our physical bodies present? Or, you know, does it take a little bit more to understand what your dominant element type is? The definitive answer is, is really a two-way street, right? If we really want to get to know, and, and here, here's the thing, this is why we call it the practice of medicine, not the perfection of medicine. It's constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. So we're doing our best, right? To figure out, Hey, you know, are you more dominant in this? And then by, by hearing a patient or, like you were talking about earlier, by seeing a patient, you know, I, I'm, I, it's funny because, you know, I, I'll be out shopping with my wife, but, and, and just mentally, because I've been doing this for so much, I'm constantly wood, water, earth, fire, metal, wood. Oh my gosh, they're more <laughs> this, they're more that. And, oh, I see what's going on in their like relationship, or this is why they're so sick. So yeah, actually what, what I've been trained to do because I've been doing it so long is I can pretty much look at somebody by their facial features and, and start to, to categorize them in a certain element, in, in certain forms um, regarding this theory of medicine. So yes, I can start to, to, to get a rough draft of, of maybe, you know, what's going on in someone's body for sure. That's so cool. That is really fun. And, and I think it is really interesting too, that, that it, there's applications outside of just getting further insight for yourself, because you can see how you interact in relationships, in other settings. Like you said, even your career, like what you're naturally inclined or gifted towards, you know, there's just certain personalities. There's also certain emotions tied with different elements too. So I know that you know, with water types, there's certain things that you can feel in terms of inadequacy or fear. And when you kind of understand these things and you think it resonates with you, it's like, I, I can see that. Like, yes, I do feel that way. And so you can understand, 
okay, well, how can I help nourish my body, my emotional body and the emotional aspect of my body so that I'm not caught in those cycles of fear or shame or whatever it is. And there's all these inputs that have uh, impact on that as well, but it's so much more comprehensive than just a personality test, which I think is really unique about this. So can you break down the different elements? I know you've talked about a water, fire, uh, metal, earth, all of those. So just give us the rundown of those five elements, maybe something that each one would represent that somebody might be able to say, oh, I think that might be me. Yeah, I love that. And and um, there, there's a, a quiz that, Courtney, you can share with everybody, you know, that that can help them relate to this. It's a, it's a nice intro. And and I, I do want to take it to the science here, and I'm going to dive in to the five elements, is, is there was a, a 2017 study that suggested um, that the, the, the concept of the five elements can uh, be related even to the cellular level, that um, you know, incorporating this theory could lead to a better understanding of the relationship between the cells. And then there was even another study that suggested, as you were talking about emotions, that music therapy um, in the five elements or on the five elements after knowing it uh, reduced post-stroke depression in patients when combined with acupuncture. So it's very, very, very powerful. And the my favorite way to, to relate the elements um, really at, at, initially is relating them to the seasons, okay? And there's so many aspects from food therapy, which I know we're going to dive into to, uh, you know, on other podcasts um, and other you know, lives on social media to the colors of the foods and relating them to elements. But specifically in traditional Chinese medicine, there are seasons and, and, and you know, modern society, we break it up into four seasons. Well, in TCM, the seasons are divided into 24 periods of two weeks each, making up five seasons. And certain foods, certain herbs are good for each seasonal point, okay? So the five elements in traditional Chinese medicine are fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And by the way, what you're about to hear, if you live in the Southern hemisphere, and I'm referring you know, to autumn, you want to think of spring. If I'm referring to winter, you're going to want to think of summer because the seasons are reversed. So- oh. Yeah, yeah. That's very, good very, to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. Very, very good to know. So the first season that Chinese medicine introduces us with, and when I was learning this, um, has to do with the season of spring. And what spring is, it's the start. It's a rebirth. It's the end of winter. The, in springtime, you know, we get a lot of rain. What does the rain do? It nourishes the earth and it turns things into more green in nature. Now, the season of the spring relates to the, the liver or the wood element, which relates to the liver and gallbladder in traditional Chinese medicine. The view that the scenery of, of spring is very bright to the eye. And actually in traditional Chinese medicine, liver symptoms are related to the eyes. Think of jaundice, think of even you know high blood pressure, redness in the eyes, things like that. We relate a lot of uh, symptoms from, from, from the liver to the eye. And it's funny that the eye actually looks like a liver. And Dr. Axe, you know, talks about that all the time. Now, foods that nourish the liver, if your, your, your element is more liver dominant, 
are foods and, and you, sh you should actually be eating and nourishing your body with, you know, sour and sweet flavors in the spring and, and foods such as dark leafy green vegetables, celery, even foods like garlic and green onions, cilantro are all wonderful foods to nourish the liver element, specifically in the spring. And in the spring, because winter was very low, was very down, foods that will lift you up. And in Chinese medicine, up is what we call yang. I hate to go into these crazy terms, but it's very, very important. And throughout you know, our journey, Courtney, together as we educate people on this, I'm excited to, to, to teach people, you know, what does yang mean? What does yin mean? You know, basically yang, think up. So foods that are like uplifting and uprising, right? The taste of the wood element is vinegar. And think about what vinegar does to you. Oh my gosh, it wakes you up, right? <laughs> Even green tea, right? And 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 what does green tea do? It, it lifts you up. It, it's a great substitute, in my opinion, to coffee or those, you know, gross, uh, you know, caffeinated sports drinks. And um, there's also that the other side of things. So you really want to limit in the season of spring, which is the wood dominating element, or if you're a, 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 a wood, more of a wood dominated body type are alcohol and spicy foods. So that is the first of the five seasons in traditional Chinese medicine. I'm super excited to dive into the others and kind of relate them to the different elements. Yeah, this is so interesting. And I think that, you know, if it seems like, oh my goodness, there's so many different things, you know, understanding that one, your journey of your health is, it is a journey and, you know, you don't have to know everything to see a lot of improvements, but I think understanding your element type and in the ancient remedies book, there is a quiz that's there. We will have one uh, coming that will be kind of a digital online version of that so that you can go through and find your element type, but that would be a great starting point. And then understanding all the different pieces that fit within that context. So understanding that food choices can be made based on your element type and the season of your element type. Um, and all of those things can help you tailor and craft the most nourishing health choices that, that, that a lifestyle that promotes well-being. And I think that's where people ultimately want to arrive is to know and feel confident that they're making choices that are good for them. And that's where there's a lot of confusion because there are, there's, there are great, you know, diet plans and there's great foods. I mean, you could go to the grocery store and, and you could buy everything. You could have all of the greens and you could have all of the fruits, but you might have a lot of digestive distress. You know, it might be in the middle of winter when your body needs warm, nourishing foods, not leafy green salads and raw vegetables, you know, and, and your digestion's already impaired. So it's learning some of the, the nuances to how your body has seasonal needs and changes. And, and, and I love too, that traditional Chinese medicine, it, it, it evolves with you. So it's not a, you know, this like skeleton framework of a formula that says, this is what you do. And as long as you stay within this formula, you'll get this result. It's no, we want to ebb and flow with your body. It's dynamic. It's meant to change and evolve. And every season will look different, but you have to understand the very tool that you're using, that, you know, your body is different and it requires a different set of therapies and different foods at different times. So, you know, I, I love that 
we'll continue this journey and we'll be able to go through a little bit more. But if you're like, whoa, this is so cool, but it's a lot. I don't know. I don't know like how I can digest all of it. Just digest one piece at a time. You know, I think that, um, you know, takeaways for me, like finding the element type was awesome. And then I wanted to know everything about it. You know, you know, learning about all the other element types is great, but I wanted to understand what is a water? What is that? What does that mean? What does that look like? How, you know, how, how does that, what, how, what's the relevance to, to my life in terms of, of that being something I identify with, but ha- feeling like you have control and that you can understand your body on a deeper level is so empowering. And I love that you use this to help people understand their own bodies, as opposed to telling them, this is what you need to do. This is what will work. So I think that's, that's really incredible. Is there anything else that you feel like somebody should know about either element types or foods that we're in the beginning of the year, it's 2022 in January. So, you know, one, one thing that, you know, everybody's doing is kind of evaluating, okay, where am I at and where do I see myself going? You know, I think that's across the board, whether it's a a goal or resolution, it's always this looking forward, but maybe there's something that, is unique about your approach to going into a new year or a new season that you could share with us that, that might just, just be a different angle or perspective, you know, and, and, and challenge us to think a different way. Is there something that you're doing this year, Dr. Anise, that um, is different than other years, or maybe something you do every January, the beginning of a new year that helps you refocus, reset and connect with your body? You know, we were talking about spring and, and one of the five elements, and it's it's uh, all about rebirth, starting something new, right? The curtain of winter has been lifted, and here comes spring, and there's the energy of, I'm going to, you know, make this change in my life. I'm going to set these goals and, you know, include these systems and strategies. And then we start to look around and listen to social media advice, advice of other doctors. And all of a sudden, there's this great deal on this diet plan that you heard back in November that your aunt from Thanksgiving dinner said, I just lost 50 pounds on this, right? And and potentially, you know, that diet plan, you know, let's say was the ketogenic diet, right? The energy of a lot of the foods in, in keto are very fire energy. They're very up, right? And now if you're a fire body type, oh my gosh, the results of that diet regimen are going to be remarkable, right? However, here's the thing. Here's the problem where I feel like the industry has failed and, and, and is that they promoted these wonderful you know, diets for certain body types. But other body types, they can be very, very detrimental where I have patients who come in and they're suffering because you know, their elements are being drained by that type of energy of that so simply what we do, like I was talking about earlier, if you switch to giraffe and a lion's diet, they would get very sick. What we do is we switch back to maybe something else like a low carb or a high fruit to match and pair with someone's element. So test, don't guess is going to be really um, my takeaway here today. And to get clear because clarity is the number one needle mover to, to, to achieve optimal health, to get clear, you know, what is your element type, right? Look to the book, Ancient Remedies, check out that quiz in the book or online. And then once you have the knowledge, you'll have the power 
to make decisions, not only from food therapy, but to the type of music that you listen to, that's going to uplift you and not drain you. The type of people you want to be around with that are going to uplift you and not drain you. And, and, and the type of foods that you're going to nourish your body with. And, and then the goal is that by the end of this year, you are in a better place. You have had an upgrade. And one of the best ways to do that is through knowing your element type. That's so good. I just, I love how you just really brought all of that together. Uh, it's, it, it really is, I hope, freeing for somebody to feel like, you know, I'm not just working with a desired outcome. I'm going to start with really the, the framework, the machinery that I'm working with. And instead of just saying, this is where I want to end up now, I'll reverse engineer. It's where am I at right now? What needs to nourish my mind, body, and spirit? And how do I do that where I'm enjoying it and, and understanding that, you know, your body is going to face all kinds of challenges and life will throw you curveballs. But the more that you can connect and come back to the things that you know will restore you, you're going to, you, you'll be able to sustain your health, even through trials, even through hardships. And when things just don't align, I mean, we're in the beginning of a new year and, you know, there's already so many people with so many challenges, you know, even from, you know, just two weeks ago. And it's like, just because we started a new year, doesn't mean that all doesn't exist. We're bringing it right into the new year with us, but you can still adopt new mental habits. And there are things that you can really free yourself from that will allow you to feel better, even when your circumstances may look the same. So I think that this approach is so fun because it really does promote well-being, like the whole body well-being. So um, Dr. Anise, that was that was so good. And I think that we could do multiple podcasts and break down all of those different areas. But I hope that through this, this conversation that we've broken down the barriers of traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture needles being scary. And, you know, I don't even know what a acupuncturist or a TCM practitioner, like what that would look like if I incorporated that type of um, practice into my life. So I hope that that has opened a door for you because I think it's for everyone. And even if you're not seeing somebody in person yet, you can start to adopt some of these principles on your own. You can start to understand a little bit of your element type and how you can start nourishing your food, your, your body with the foods that serve you the best. So, um, so that's awesome. Well, Dr. Nice, let me ask you a couple of questions just so we can get to know you. You are married. You live in Florida. You have a practice out in Florida. What is your favorite thing to do? You and your wife, Gabby, for fun. Uh, you get to be outside during the winter, probably a lot more. So what, what is it that, that you get excited about that just fills your cup outside of, of the work that you're the incredible work that you're doing? Oh, wow. Thank you, Courtney. And what an incredible just explanation and way to tie this, this, this beautiful time and space that we've had together. I'm, I'm, my heart is just really full of joy right now to be able to have uh, this wonderful conversation. And, and absolutely, if, if, if you're in Central Florida, please come down and reach out. Um, you know, I, I live down here with my beautiful bride, uh, Gabriella, and Gabriella is just a, just a brilliant soul. Um, she has such an amazing talent when it comes to creativity. She actually is a former Walt Disney World Imagineer. And, um, you know, what, what she brings to the table in, in our mission in our life um, 
is just truly remarkable. And I couldn't imagine, you know, my life without her. Um, we truly have a, a joy and a heart for the arts. Um, we, we, we love music and we love going out to eat international cuisine. And, and we, we just love to spend time together. We love to go on walks and, and we love to share, you know, with each other, you know, what is going on inside of our lives, right? We love to, to communicate now that she knows what element she is. She's actually a metal um, and I'm a water. We understand like how we're, we're going to prepare food, you know, um, we'll, we'll look at the different uh, vacations that we want to take. And from that perspective, that both that fuel both of us. So just, you know, knowing this has just been such an advantage in our, you know, personal lives. And yes, vitamin D is a rampant down here in Florida. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm also honored to be, you know, part of a, a mastermind with you, Courtney, the, the infinite leaders and, and really where, um, you know, it's taken our relationship, our personal lives and, and, and the business to a whole nother level being surrounded by people who have the same likes that we do, like you and your wonderful husband do and your family who, who just thrive in positivity, thrive in, in joy. And uh, we, we, we ultimately love to use our time to serve and to get back right now with the current seasonal changes. You know, there's a lot of people that have voids in their life, mentally, emotional, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And our, our biggest goal for, for this next year is to launch a uh, 501c3 nonprofits already in the works to be able to provide natural, holistic, vitalistic health care to the underprivileged and underserved. Um, some of the sports that I like to play, I'm a huge soccer fan. I've been playing soccer all of my life. I, I love football. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, so I'm a, a huge Atlanta sports fan. And in our summit that's coming up here later on this year, we're going to have the uh, the chiropractor from the, the 2021 Atlanta Braves World Series team. So I'm super excited about that, by the way. But I truly just in, enjoy life. And, and, and I, I believe and we believe, um, you know, and, and have a very strong faith and, and always put and, and look at everything that we do through the lens of um, just knowing and, and trusting and, and believing in, in the big man upstairs and in the Lord. That's so good, man. I mean, if you just don't love Dr. Anise at this point, <laughs> you got to just, just be in his presence or see a smile because it does light up a room. And I just, you have made me a better person just in knowing you for the last year and your wife. And um, I mean, just a true gift that you are and your spirit, your, your real spirit to serve people. And you're an excellent communicator and, and teaching people that there are other alternatives and showing that hope. It just radiates from you. So I appreciate so much the work that you're doing. I'm excited for the work that we'll do in the future. I hope that this episode has been so helpful for you guys. I feel, I hope you feel like you're in the family, you're a part of this conversation, whether you're in the car or on a walk or whatever you're doing that, you know, you can just feel our energy and our love for this space and for you and for wanting people to feel connected to something that is bigger and greater, that really shows true hope and joy and that there are solutions out there and there are people that truly care because that's why we're here. And, and ultimately it's finding that connected, that tribe of people it really amplifies and lifts your spirit. It makes you better. It makes you healthier from the inside out. So connect yourself to those people. Even if it's just listening to the podcast or picking up the ancient remedies book, whatever it is that you're 
downloading and you're receiving every day, that's what you're fueling yourself with. And, and really, you know, taking captive all of those inputs and really filtering out, you know, is this serving me or not? Because if it's not, you know, it, it has health implications, just the stuff that you're seeing, the content that you're absorbing. So um, that's so great. Tell everybody really quickly too, where they can find you on social media or uh, your physical location, all the different places that you pop up. So I know you're in a lot of places. So share with us where where we could find you. It's great. Wow. Thank you, Courtney. I've been truly honored to be on here today. And I, I just as much as um, you've learned from me, I always learn from you. And my life has truly been upgraded since knowing you. So thank you for that. You know, um, I, I believe, I truly believe that everyone can achieve optimal health by integrating traditional Chinese medicine in their life. And if you're curious, if you're in the area here in Central Florida or the other markets that we're expanding the practice to next, which is Nashville, and then after that, Atlanta, um, come on, check out our centers. Um, it's called the Acupuncture Fit. It is our brick and mortar center. You can find um, any of our wonderfully, widely talented physicians who treat patients there. And then you can connect with me online. I work virtually at virtualtcm.com. And we couple the body type element program to help improve past thoughts, traumas, and toxins, both in practice and online. Um, you can find me, Chapter 6, a uh, big-time contributor in, in Dr. Axe's most recent book, Ancient Remedies. It's, it's such a work of art. I encourage everybody to have this book and to specifically not just keep it in your bedroom or in your library, but right in your kitchen to be able to pull it out and, and help serve you know, the health of your, yourself and also your family. And, and in the book, again, he just, just does an amazing deep dive in how traditional Chinese medicine is going to help heal the world. Um, you can also find us on our verified TikTok account with almost 400,000 followers. That account is at AcupuncturFit. And that's where I share short, fun tips on how to improve your health through, through traditional Chinese medicine. And I'm always here, ready and willing to serve the health of your family and you. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. This has been such a treat. If you're not following us on social media, we are the Ancient Health Institute. If you enjoyed this episode, if it served you in any way, make sure that you share it with your friends or leave a review. We love to see those. We want to know if this is helping you. If you have questions, make sure you're engaging with us through social media. We're going to be talking about this when this episode launches. We'll do some Instagram live. So if you've listened to this and you have questions, make sure you're following us on Instagram so that we can connect with you and answer any further questions that relate to the topics that we cover. Thanks so much for being here, everyone.